the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom, and let us pray together. Amen? Yes. Avinu Malkeinu, our Father and our King, we love you. And we declare that love to you. And Lord, we want you to know that we, our expectation is that our love is going to look like something. It's, it's not just going to be words, but they're going to be actions. And so I pray that this day we will be able to show our love to you as we love the, the people that you have put in our life that are made in your image. So we, we bless you. We thank you. We honor you. And, and we're very grateful for the season that we are coming into, Lord. Uh, it's always very exciting when we uh, have a moedim, an appointed time. So we bless you. We praise you. Thank you and honor you. In the name of Yeshua, amen. It is a great season for you and your church to participate with us, you know, right? Uh, Passover begins Friday, March 30th. Do you want to join one of our congregations for Passover? We'd love to have you. Would you like us to give a Passover demonstration at your church or speak about the Jewish foundations of our beliefs? Or if you want to do your own Passover Seder and need a Haggadah or many Haggadahs for your observance, All of these things can be handled if you call our office. Call Karen at 813-831-5673. She'll take care of your requests. Also, would you please speak to the pastor of your church and and maybe have him call me concerning April 15th. It's a Sunday afternoon. And put it on your calendar. It's our March of Remembrance out of St. Pete. We're meeting at 4 p.m. at the Florida Holocaust Museum in St. Pete. Now, the purpose of this march is to never forget the Holocaust. Support Israel. Stand against acts of genocide around the world. Raise awareness of the dangers of remaining silent and motivate people to pray for America, 
for Israel and the world. Can't beat that, can you? You got to be there. <laughs> Come, bring your churches, make large signs, and 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 walk with us, or meet us at North Stroud Park, where we'll end up, and we're going to have music and inspirational speakers there. And then, uh, look, you can find out more by calling us, get flyers to pass out, hang up, whatever. Call Karen at 813-831-5673. For those of you who'd like to send us a gift, we certainly would appreciate that uh, uh, to stay on the air. But also know that we have a number of things that we can give you. And so for any gift, we'll be happy to send you uh, the counting of the Omer booklet, which starts very soon. It starts actually next uh, a week from Sunday. So um, you would have to call in order to start on time. You'd have to call us this weekend or, or early this next week. So please call the office. Let us help you with the counting of the Omer books. Uh, we'd love for you to uh, celebrate with us. All right. And we'll be, I'll be teaching next week on counting the Omer. So it'd be great for you to have your booklets and, and you can order extra ones and give them to friends or family, right? Well, let's get back to Romans 11 because otherwise there'll be a, a, a fifth and a sixth and a seventh and we'll never get out of it, right? Romans 11.25, for I do not want you, brothers and sisters, to be ignorant of this mystery, lest you be wise in your own eyes. With two things, first of all, God's giving us a mystery, but he says he doesn't want us to be ignorant. (laughs) He doesn't want us to not find out the answer to the mystery. That's the kind of mystery I like, don't you? And then it says, lest you be wise in your own eyes. Now, I've got to say that three times in Romans 11, it's talking to the Gentile believers, the Christians, to not be arrogant. But I had somebody send me an email this last week, and it sounded like to them I was giving a pass to Jewish people for being arrogant. And I am not. There is no place for arrogance for any of us. All I was doing was pointing out the fact that three times, specifically to Christians, it is being told not to be arrogant towards Jewish people. But trust me, I believe that all of us are to be humble. Amen? Okay. So hopefully this listener will not be upset with me any longer. Uh, and when I think of that scripture of not being wise in our own eyes, I think of Proverbs 3, 7. It says, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear Adonai and turn away from evil, and it'll bring healing to your body and refreshment to your bones. Or Romans twelve sixteen, which says, live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but associate with the lowly. Do not be wise in your own eyes. This is a constant message from God to all of us. Amen. And then it says in that scripture that a partial hardening has come upon Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. This is an extremely important portion of scripture. And then in verse 26, it says, and in this way, all Israel will be saved. Now, let's go back 
to this. A partial hardening has come upon Israel. First of all, the fact that it is a partial hardening means that God is not finished with the Jewish people, right? It it sort of answers the whole idea of replacement theology because God is still going to work with the Jewish people. It's just a partial hardening. And then it says, and this is the mystery, it's come upon Israel until until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. What does that mean? Well, the only place in Scripture that we can get some understanding of that is Luke twenty-one twenty-four, And it says this, They will fall by the edge of the sword, they meaning the Jewish people, and, led, and be led captive into all the nations. Well, that's certainly true, right? Jerusalem will be trampled by the Gentiles. In other words, Jewish people won't have control of it until the time of the Gentiles are fulfilled. That same language. So when will the, the, um, the hardening come off of the eyes of Jewish people? When will they start accepting the Lord again? Right? That's the question. That's the mystery. The answer is when Jerusalem is no longer controlled by the Gentiles. Well, that happened in 1967. And when did the Messianic movement begin? Roughly 1970, just three years after. God is so good in terms of giving us prophecy and letting us see how it comes to pass. Do you see how important that is? That God has said that the blinders will start coming off the Jewish eyes and it will happen when Jews control Jerusalem again, which is 1967. And just three years later, these people who are Jewish who started accepting the Lord became a movement, became a group of people starting congregations. God is amazing. And, you know, in... uh there's there's more to be said about that. Uh, all, uh, let me just also mention, it says in verse 26, and in this way, all Israel will be saved. Now, it could mean every single Jew, but I don't believe it means that. Uh, I think it means Israel as a whole will be saved, will be a saved people. And when the nation, and especially the leadership, uh, embraces Yeshua the Messiah, because you see, all Israel is a recurring expression in Jewish literature where it doesn't have to mean every Jew without an, a single exception, but it happens to mean Israel as a group. And so uh, we know in Matthew 23, Yeshua says that he won't return until we say, for I tell you, you will never see me again until you say, Baruch haba b'shem Adonai, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Now, even though this next scripture is not in Romans, I just thought because I mentioned the prophecy of Messianic Judaism coming to be, I, and, and that's got to be so encouraging to everybody. The, the, I haven't mentioned this prophecy in a while, Isaiah 11, 11, and it really tells you that Israel is going to once again be a nation. It says, 
in 11.11, it will also come about in that day that my Lord will redeem a second time with his hand. And at this time, it was before the Jewish people left the first time. So this is a prophecy saying that two times Israel or the Jewish people will be forced out of Jerusalem. The first time we know was the Babylonian uh, Babylonian uh, exile, and the second one was when they um, destroyed the second temple. So, uh, and and we actually so. Then it says, this is amazing, he will lift up a banner for the nations and assemble the dispersed of Israel that scattered from the four corners of the earth to the four corners of the earth. And and so that's amazing too. Can, can you imagine 2,700 years ago, Isaiah prophesied that Israelites will be kicked out of Jude, uh, Jerusalem twice, and that's before that it happened, and then they'll return for the from the four corners of the earth when there really weren't four corners of the earth even known in Isaiah's time. Who And how did the Jews get there, and how are they coming back? Oh, my goodness. God is so clear. Does this excite you? Well, let's continue. Romans eleven twenty six. The deliverer shall come out of Zion. So that means the Messiah will come out of Israel, right? And he shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. And this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. So again, we see another prophecy. And this prophecy is based on other prophecies. It's not talking about the Messianic Jewish remnant because they already received Yeshua. They already have had their sins forgiven. So we see here that God is making a reference to the ethnic Israel group, not the spiritual Israel group. And uh, we see these promises like in Genesis 13, 15, where it says, for all the land that you are looking at, I will give to you and your seed forever. So God is giving all these covenant promises and saying that these are forever. In Genesis 17, 7 and 8, it says, Yes, I will establish my covenant between me and you and your seed after you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant in order to be your God and your seeds, God, after you. I will give to you and your seed after you, the land where you are an outsider, the whole land of Canaan, as an everlasting possession, I will be their God. God is not finished with Israel, not finished at all with Israel. And we see that also, for instance, Isaiah 59, 20 and 21, it talks about a redeemer again. And in verse 21, it says, as for me, this is my covenant with them, says Adonai, my spirit who is in you and my words that I have put in your mouth shall not depart from your mouth or from the mouth of your offspring or from the mouth of your children's offspring, says Adonai, from now on and forever. And in Jeremiah thirty-one, thirty-two, talking about covenant, it says, This is the covenant I'll make with the house of Israel after those days. It is a declaration of Adonai. I will put my Torah, my law, my instruction within them. Yes, I will write it on their heart. I will be their God, and they will be my people. Oh, my goodness. Can God be any clearer? But prophetically, we see what God is saying. And and it's just 
really repeated in Romans 11. It's so exciting. Romans 11, 28, concerning the good news, they are hostile for your sake. Meaning, look, if we're talking about the belief of Yeshua, the Jews who don't believe, they're, they're like, they're hostile to us. But then it says, but concerning chosenness, they are loved on account of the fathers. So God's saying, because of the patriarchs, I've taken them for better or for worse, for richer or for poorer. I mean, I've got these people, and I'm not letting go of them. You, you see what I'm saying? And then to sort of seal the deal about the fact that God is not getting rid of his Jewish people, it says in verse 29 of Romans 11, for the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. Irrevocable means that they can't change. They're not going to be reversed. Okay? Wow. Romans 11.30, for just as you once were disobedient, To God, you Gentiles, right? But now have been shown mercy because of their disobedience, meaning the Jewish disobedience. In like manner, these also have now been disobedient with the result that because of the mercy shown to you, they also may receive mercy. For God has shut up all in disobedience so that he might show mercy to all. So Jew and Gentile alike are going to receive the mercy of God. How does this translate? I believe the Gentile Christians come from disobedience, yet God showed them mercy in part through the disobedience of Israel. If God used the disobedience of Israel for good of the Gentiles, he can also use the mercy shown to Gentiles for mercy to Israel. And God has taken Jew and Gentile, in a sense, he's taken us in custody, you know, because we're all lawbreakers, all of us. And he offers mercy to his prisoners based on the person and the work of Yeshua, the Messiah. Can I have anybody say yes and amen? Okay, Romans 11.33. Oh, the depths of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments. How incomprehensible his ways. For who has known the mind of Adonai? Who has been his counselor? Or who has first given to him that it shall be repaid to him? For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Amen. You know, there are two words that I just appreciate so much in this. One is unsearchable. You find it a number of times in Scripture. How unsearchable are God's judgments? And that's something, I I, I like that word because there's no beginning or end to it. It just continues. We can't search for it in the sense that it, 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 it it's beyond us. And then he says in his word, and how incomprehensible. In other words, his ways, we're not going to understand them. I've given you a book of instruction, and even that is not going to get you to fully understand who God is. I love that. It, it, it's just amazing to me that that God says that. And then 
And, and then he says, for who has known the mind of Adonai, who has been his counselor? This, again, is quoting the Hebrew scriptures. Um, because in Isaiah 40, verse 13, it says, who can fathom the Ruach Adonai or instruct him as his counselor? And then it says in Job 41, 3 or 11, depending on your scripture, which one you're using, who has, a, who ha, who has confronted me that I should repay. Everything under heaven belongs to me. This is what God's saying to Job, right? So, look, uh, it's all of God's. I, I just truly love the fact that, uh, that this is just an amazing thing that, that God has done. And, and he is giving us a piece of the action, so to speak, right? And, and, and Just amazing. And this last verse of 36... For from him, which would be creation, and through him, which is revelation, and to him, redemption, are all things. So these three things are also strong themes in Orthodox Judaism because they permeate the entire Bible. Let me repeat them so that you get it. Creation, God is a creator. God is, um, he, he speaks through revelation, and we saw that in today's teaching through pr- uh, prophecy. And then finally, and it's all about redemption. Uh, it's all about salvation, redemption, that we come close to him. It's an amazing thing. Hallelujah. Well, let me just close today with uh, a quick review. And I've added a few to this review, a review of Romans 11. Number one, God has not rejected Israel. Number two, God's gifts and callings are irrevocable. Number three, God chose Israel through his grace. Number four, therefore, we should all be against anti-Semitism. Number five, We should not be prideful or judgmental about our relationship with God because we have that relationship through God's grace and Israel's disobedience. And and so let us understand that pride and judgmental spirit is nowhere should nowhere be found. Six, the Christians have a role in bringing Jewish people to salvation through making Jews jealous of their relationship with God and their godly love that they are sharing with them. Number seven, the Christians are a branch of the Jewish tree which have been grafted in. Number eight, Messianic Jews are a branch also of the Jewish tree, having been regrafted in. Number nine, worldwide revival is linked to Jews coming to know their Messiah, which is why you should be sharing your faith with Jewish people. And number 10, the blinders will come off of the Jewish people. Uh, people's eyes when Jerusalem is back in Jewish hands, which we said was in 1967, which shows us that God is not finished with the Jewish people uh, yet, but it also shows us that this is the time to share with Jewish people. Bring them to a Passover Seder. Amen? 
Look, it's the end of the show. Next week, we're going to be studying uh, Passover and counting the Omer found in Leviticus 23. You can get ready for it by ordering. Well, you don't have to order it. We'll send it free. Counting the Omer. We'll send a Haggadah free. All you have to do is send us a love gift, but feel free to call Karen, 813-831-5673. Or you can do this online. Uh, you can go to Rabbi at heartofmessiah.org, rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. We'd love for you to be participating with us in Passover, counting the Omer, also the Walk of Remembrance, April 15th. Don't forget it. We're going to stand up for human rights uh, together, right? Find out more, get flyers, and... uh Call Karen at 813-831-5673. I pray that God has touched your heart today and that you would grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's close with prayer. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.